Hi, and welcome to the very last expansive podcast episode for 2019. With me, I have Mr. John Sane. I didn't think of an ever, oh man, uh, ever hot, ever ever evolving. Oh, the ever, word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you got you got me off surprise. You got me off surprise. Hello, ever handsome Eric, all the way in Joburg. How are you doing? Listen, uh, it bugs me that you keep mispronouncing my name. You know, it's supposed to be Master Eric. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Let me just tell the listeners what has happened um, while we have been between recordings. And a huge and hearty congratulations, Eric, um, for getting your master's in Thank coaching. You. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I did see your pictures on social media. I was incredibly proud of you. You looked a little bit drunk in one or two of the photos, but well-deserved. Um, so Master Eric Kruger, uh, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening to you, brother. Dude, thank you so much. Uh, tell me, how's things going in Dubai? Yeah, Dubai is really excellent. Um, I keep meeting people from all over the world. I was recently at a Syrian house party where they were playing incredible house tunes, but with Syrian chants uh, over the music and just watching Syrians. A, a little bit sad about what's going on with their country, but really uh, I saw them bonding and really sharing that pain together while they were dancing at a house sort of party, which, which was just incredible. I mean, you don't really see that anywhere else in the world. So yeah, really, really good. Eh? Dubai is doing well. Listen, so uh, end of 2019, Pretty insane. How's the year been? Yeah. Like if you if you reflect on the year, but it's like good year, bad year, expansive year. Yeah. What's, what's been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I think I think it's been I think it's been such a different year for everybody. I think a lot of people have taken strain. I've I've seen some memes pop up on <laughs> Instagram and Facebook where people are like, looked like they've come out of a washing machine cycle, and they're like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> Mine is exactly the opposite. You know, I I really feel that I've had a very um, expansive year, but my word for 2019 was fascination. Mm -hmm. And um, the sort of process that I was thinking about last December was you don't need to practice gratitude when you are fascinated with your reality. Mm. And fascination means that everything is magical. Mm. As uh, um, Einstein said, you can live life as if everything's a miracle or nothing's a miracle. <clears throat> and when you think about life as a miracle or as a fascinating adventure, it really has been fascinating connecting the invisible dots to synchronicities and opportunities that have been arising. So for me, 2019 has been, geez, I mean, huge, I think, because moving to Dubai was a leap of faith and mm -hmm. um, coming to a new country with so many new cultures and letting go of sort of a comfort zone and a pretty successful life in South Africa um, has been just fantastic. Uh, mm. the, 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 <clears throat> the opportunity to jump out of my comfort zone has been gifted by so many rich experiences and so many different um, bookings that are happening on the side of the world with international audiences, which is just really, really great. So tell me about your 2019. I know you've also got some big news. Yeah, it's just been a, for me, it's been definitely been a big year of evolution uh, from, from where my coaching has started to where it is today, not only in the magnitude of it, but also in the direction that it's gone. Um, especially now with sort of end of the year, really seeing the potential and realizing how much I want to spend time with teams. Um, so that's been, that's been quite an interesting and natural evolution. And then of course, speaking like it's just been, it's always been an add on to the coaching, 
but really what's happened for me is that it's become, uh, and, and I definitely think it's obviously a, a big part of that's your influence and the time that we get to spend together to have the ability to go around and share ideas with people that allow them to change, um, how they show up, you know, in their personal lives, how they show up in their work capacities. And I really want to have a much bigger part of my practice be speaking, um, whether that is in, a, let's say, a workshop format or on stage, and then coaching at the end, like kind of be a, being a smaller part. But what's really been interesting for me this year is just that I always say clarity is this um, this evolving process, right? Like people sit back and they think, well, I'll have this eureka moment. There'll be a light bulb that goes on and all of a sudden I know what to do, where I need to go, who I need to be. But really it's not that. It is walking into a dark room and you have a handful of matches and the matches represent things that you do, whether that's internal work, whether that's external work. And you do something, you strike a match. And because of that, there's a bit of light around you and you can see like where you need to start going. But, you know, you keep doing things, you keep striking matches. And over time, you have a handful of matches that are burning. It shows you exactly where you need to go without stubbing your toe or walking into a cupboard. And it allows you to navigate around this room, navigate around your life. But, you know, matches burn out and clarity goes away. And what's important is that we have to keep doing things. And through that, I think with the, the path or the journey gets lit up for us. Mm, I love that. I, I really love that. I, I remember Jack Canfield saying, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You just have to see the next step. Mm. Mm. And it's just about that sort of next sort of thing that you're doing. And, and have you given any thoughts of like some big declarations or a theme or anything like that for 2020 and the next decade? Where's your head around that? Yeah. So at the moment, the word that's sort of popping for me is global. Um, it's been mm. a cool year in that I've, I've worked with quite a few global individual coaching clients. Um, next year, I want to, I want to really break into the speaking market globally as well. So, and I think global is just a mindset, right? Like we have to start removing the boundaries that we have, um, in so many facets of our lives and, and global doesn't mm. just mean international. It just means like remove the boundaries. Like you can go and move anywhere physically, spiritually, emotionally, wherever you want to go, whatever you think you want to yeah. achieve, it's, it's available to you. Yeah. But I'm not quite sure if that's the word that I'm going to settle on yet. Um, tell us a little bit about your word, because I know you've done some work around this already. And before you even get to that, I think, why do you think it's important to have a word or a theme for a year? Yeah, you know, what I do is I change my email address according to my word. And mm. so... Um, two years ago, my word was expansive, actually. And um, so my team became team expansion. And it, the whole theme around my team and everybody was doing that. And, you know, you, you become imbued with the language you use. And so, and then fascination, I actually, fascination was too difficult for me to spell because I have some dyslexia. <laughs> so I changed my email address to rise at John Sane because that was the sort of drive I wanted to have. And now this year for, I mean, for next year for 2020, um, it's fluid and uh, fluidity. And so my email address has now changed again mm -hmm. because I want to be able to see it, practice it engage with it as often as possible and harmony and fluidity and elegance 
is definitely something that I want to keep um, instilling into my daily focus, my daily practice, and my daily rituals. Because when you are living a fluid life, you are naturally elegant. And when mm. you're living a fluid life, you're naturally living a life that's long-term in focus. You're not making any brash or reactive decisions because everything is in a state of fluidity. And I think it's the sort of ultimate state of uh, maturity to be in a state of fluidity. And if mm. you remember ever watching the last samurai with uh, tom cruise and the sort of uh, samurai fighter tom cruise was the petulant messy uh, immature version of a masculine and the samurai fighter was an elegant fluid mature human being and mm. all of us were so in love with the samurai fighter and that is kind of i think as every human being what else do you want in life do you want mm. you want some abundance you want some freedom you want some fluidity and you just allow that fluidity sort of be the stream that you tap into but i made a video a couple of days ago around the difference between the sort of short term and long term thinking and i called it the difference between pleasure and happiness and it's very much linked to being fluid because if you seek pleasure you can't be fluid because seeking pleasure is short-lived mm. and seeking pleasure is a visceral experience. Seeking pleasure is taking. Uh, reaching, um, seeking pleasure is about achieving things alone and it's about creating environments where you're utilizing substances to create pleasure. When you seek happiness, what you do, it's, it becomes a long-term process. And when you seek happiness, it's not visceral, but ethereal. It's in your mind. It's not about taking, it's about giving. Happiness is usually done in a social circle, not alone. And happiness can't be achieved through substances. And the more research I started doing mm. into this concept of fluidity, I started to realize that our brains are actually addicted to not being fluid because what our brains want is more dopamine. And what fluidity brings you is more serotonin. And these two brain chemicals are so different and, and, and subtly different. But dopamine is this rush that we constantly look for. Serotonin is this relaxant that relaxes our synapses. So for me, it's about this internal dialogue, the internal process, the healing of the past to create the level of fluidity, maturity, wisdom, and elegance that I think all of us should be striving for, to be honest. It's just why wouldn't you not want a more fluid life, mm. you know? So that's my word. That's my theme. And uh, like I said, I try and surround myself with that word as much as I can to give everybody the understanding that this is actually what I'm aiming at. You know, I love it. And I think what listening to you, I think two things that people can really take away from it straight away is that number one, the word is much more than just a word. It is, it, mm. it is so present and it's so um, reflected in everything that you do. Like that's so important. It's such an important part of it is that it isn't something or a, a, a New Year's resolution or a New Year's word that you set in the beginning of the year and then it fades away. It becomes a, a point of focus and you pull it through all the different areas of your life. And the second thing is that just how well thought through the word is. Like you don't just go sit mm. and think, well, I want more money, so my word is going to be rich or money or cash money or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. Like you, Listen, it can be though. It, no, it, if it, that's your focus, it, it can be. It can be that word, but I'm saying uh, there needs to be a lot more uh, thought that goes into it. Like when you describe yeah. fluidity, you know, you can hear that there's been – um, you've, you've thought through many different levels of how it will play out and why it's important to you. And cash could be your word for sure, but it shouldn't just be because there's lack in your life. 
Yes, well, that's brilliant. Yes. So I think a lot of people responded on my video and said, like privately, they said, on my Instagram stories, I said my words, fluidity, what's your word? And then some people came back with fruition. Some people came back with abundance. And I I came back very kindly saying great word, but I wondered to myself whether they were coming from a place of lack and hoping that word would bring about more of what they wanted. And I did this 15 years ago when I tattooed Lakshmi on my left arm. Luxury. Because I was desperate. No, Lakshmi, the okay. goddess of abundance, <laughs> the Indian goddess of abundance. Right. Well, she does bring luxury. <laughs> well, you hope she brings luxury. Are you going to get a Louis Vuitton, and, and I gotta, I gotta Louis Vuitton tattoo next? <laughs> yeah, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, let's, let's not mock that. I'm sure there's many people with those on. So, but, but what I found was that Lakshmi brought me nothing. It wasn't Lakshmi. It was my mindset. And so the reason I put Lakshmi on was I was desperate for more money. I wasn't Mm. actually driving to build anything. I was so lacking. And guess what? Three years after I tattooed Lakshmi, I got went bankrupt. So she did exactly the opposite (laughs) to me, which means she did nothing. It was just me. So... I think the, 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 the intention, the declaration, the word, the theme, the whatever you're going to be deciding on, be it on something that you're building towards, not because of a lack of. Mm. And again, I think I said this in a podcast earlier, uh, in a couple of days, a couple of podcasts back, but in the future, all your dreams become a reality and so do all your nightmares. And just be very, very clear that your internal dialogue, your subconscious patterning, your blueprint projections, these things are all going to be your reality creation tools. And so you can put a beautiful word on top of all that crap that's going on in your subconscious and it'll mean absolutely nothing, Mm. really. Mm. So don't kid yourself with it. And so, you know, um, yeah, I think you, like you said, like really deep dive into why you want to Mm. do it, how you want to do it and that sort of thing, you know, do you have, uh, Eric, um, Sorry, let me let me stop there. Any any comments on that, and then I have a question for you. Yeah. So the there were two comments. I'll see if I remember both. The one was, um, I spoke for Centurion Systems on Friday, and the one thing mm-hmm. that I wanted to like land with them was that we have to constantly remind ourselves of the things that we want to be and who. And we, we've spoken about this, right? Who we want to be and what we are working towards. Mm. And I think it just becomes more mm. and more important as there's more and more content we consume and more and more news that gets like shoved in our faces that we have to keep reminding ourselves, well, this is actually what's important to me. And where I wanted to, to sort of weave that into was I was listening to a, a book this morning and the one thing they were talking about was again, programming your mind. And the guy was saying, imagine a genie came to you and he said, you only had one wish. And like, if you mm. made this wish, it'll come true, but there's only one catch. It has to be your truest, most deep desire. Like if you are mm. off by any like any little bit of what mm. would you call it? <laughs> if you're off, then uh, you don't you, 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 yeah, off, you don't yeah. get you don't get granted your wish. Wow. So that's quite interesting. Like wow. how often do we really know what we want and what we're working towards? And then on to- mm. on top of that, they said then well once you know, create a list and and read that list to yourself three times a day. And I thought that's it. Like you're reminding yourself. Mm. And then he said and. Mm. As you go through this, change it, like fine tune it, make it better, make it more clear Mm. because good Mm. chance that you probably don't know exactly what you want. But again, you're lighting Mm. matches, you're walking through the room and you're becoming clearer as you go, but it's only because Mm. there's an intentional process behind it. Mm. Yes, exactly. I think that's great advice. What was the book? Um, 
Sure. Maybe what you should do is also read another book called Memory Jolting, Getting at Your Memory to Dude, Work Better. Hey, middle, December, middle December, middle <laughs> December, <laughs> <laughs> chilling on a public holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I also don't remember stuff. Listen, as long as you got the gist of what the book was trying to say, I think that's the most important thing, really. I did, I did. Um, yeah. Ask you a question. I'll quickly see if I can find that the book that I was listening to. Okay, so yep. the question I wanted to ask you is what is your one thing for next year if you know you've achieved it, you've achieved success? What is your victory condition? What is that GPS coordinate that you have? Uh, sorry, so the book is Awakened Mind, How Thoughts Become Reality. Um, okay. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure yet. Um, like this period leading up to the new year is going to be a lot of that kind of work for me. But I know that a big part of it will be having played at an, at an international level. That'll be one part of it for sure. Um, and I, yeah, I'm not sure that, that I have enough clarity yet in what I want the rest to be. Uh, you mm. know, there's, there's other things that are important, like the book is in the background that's coming out next year. The, the team coaching stuff has like been such a big focus for me and it's, it's going really, really well. I think I'm, I'm bringing some new and interesting thinking to the space. Um, mm. But I'll get back to you on that definitely in the new year. Like I, I'm very excited for us to do our first episode in the new year to really dive into yeah. these kind of things. Um, have you given it some thought for yourself? Yes, I have. Um, for me, I've, I've just connected with a publicist in LA that's read my books and she loves them. And uh, I've begun dialogue with a publicist in the American market, which gives me the opportunity to get onto the Washington's uh, Post's bestseller list or the New York Times bestseller Amazing. list. Um, Amazing. Taking into, taking into account that my book must be flipping good. Mm. And uh, I do think it's, it's becoming a really uh, great piece of research and storytelling. Um, she's also asked us to rewrite What's Your Moonshot for the American market. So yes. for me, my victory condition next year will be to be on one of those lists um, because what I think it does, it gives you some gravitas to the American market, mm. to that mm. sort of type of thinking. And so, yeah, that's my, that's my victory condition to really land a book that's my best work yet, the best research that I could have done. And, and you know, that's the most amazing thing about writing a book. And I often tell people just to write a book. You yes, won't believe yeah. the things you learn along the way. And, you know, so just the things that I'm just engaging with and the information I'm engaging with and just like solidifying that into my own consciousness and into my own brain, already it's changing my talks. It's already changing mm. um, the way I want to get my message across. And ultimately, I think both of our victory conditions is how many more people can you impact with mm. a new type of thinking to help raise consciousness, to help raise people have a more fluid, more abundant, more seamless life. And so if you're doing it in coaching, if you're doing it in teams, if you're doing it in your book, if you're doing it in your keynote overseas, whatever it is that your victory condition is, ultimately at the underlying uh, sort of essence of it is how do we wake up more people? And in the process, how do I wake up more? Mm. How do I see more of my reality? And how do I become kinder, softer, sharper, more boundaries and those sort of things. And I think, yes, I think the, the books and the lists and all those things are nice representations, but at the essence of it is how many more people can we impact? How many mm. more people can we get to live a better, more sort of conscious life that everybody benefits, you know, there's mm. more than enough to go around and uh, let's, let, let's try and get some more fluidity in everybody's lives. Listen, I think uh, we should definitely do a book, a book, a podcast on books uh, in the next, in the new year. Um, 
because okay. I agree with you that you know people should should write um, even if you just do it for yourself. And for many people, I think the bar feels quite high when it comes to this kind of process. So maybe it, it'll be nice to do an episode where we just talk about the sort of what it takes to write a book, um, almost on a, on a practical level, you know, give people some insights on what that process looks like. Uh, there's so many damn books mm. out there and people think that it needs to be this perfect thing that needs, gets created. Uh, but listen, so- Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Are you talking about yourself, Eric? Okay, <laughs> no, no, you're talking about yourself. Let's just, let's just back up here. Let's quickly back up and Mr. Eric, Master Eric Kruger um, talking about his first book. <laughs> people think it needs to be this perfect thing actually you think it needs to be a perfect thing so do people but uh, I, love, I like how you uh, shifted that to, I think we all suffer from this level of perfection you know and the vulnerability people have when they read your book and, mm. and um, it's again it goes back down how to deal with criticism yeah. you know, it's, it goes back down to the same story I mean somebody said to me yesterday on social media like made some comments about a video I'd put up and I said, listen, I, I think your points are valid, but, you know, why don't you write a book and make a video and then we can engage mm. further? And he got mm. so angry with me. And I thought to myself, you know, it's easy to sit on the sidelines oh, and throw sure. stones. Yeah. When you start writing a book, your criticism changes because you're like, oh, I understand the level of depth that needs mm. to go into this. So. I almost like disengage from people that haven't jumped into the same arena as me. I'm like, why do mm. I even need to discuss this? Because it's like saying to somebody, listen, I have never run the comrades, but what I think you should do on kilometer 30, you're like, dude, yeah. shut up. <laughs> what are you going to tell me? You've never done it. So get out of here. <laughs> so yeah, so that level of perfection is, uh, is something we all suffer from, I guess. You know? Brother, listen, uh, thank you so much for, for the podcast this year. I think it's been uh, an amazing thing that we've done together. I've really enjoyed our, our chats and it's been informative for me. It's been inspirational. It's been aspirational. All the, all the best words that you can use to describe a podcast. Um, and just being a part of it for me, I've definitely felt that it has, it has lifted me and it's it helped me to become more expansive. And obviously our big aim behind this has been to, to share, you know, with the world and with the people listening to this, um, some of our thinking and hopefully in the process get people to expand the way that they think about the world and expand their businesses and expand their personal reality, all the things that we spoke about so much before we started this journey. So I wanted to say thank you from my side. And uh, yeah, do you have any sort of closing thoughts for the listeners um something that you would want them to go and do because we'll catch up again in january so that'll be the first episode that comes out again we're going to take a bit of a break in between now and then um what would you like to leave the listeners with for yeah for the end of the year so firstly, I just want to say thank you so much, Eric. I appreciate it. I think it was you that uh, planted the seed to do this podcast. So I have absolutely enjoyed it. Just spending time with you off, off air and even on here. Um, also just solidifying your thoughts, getting themes out. And, you know, when you put yourself under pressure, you think deeper, you think faster, sharper, just like writing a book or doing a keynote or doing a mm. podcast. So it's just another way to share and to help uplift and expand people's consciousnesses. And again, I mean, I, I, I appreciate your words of kindness, but I, I also share them. I've, I've really enjoyed working with you and you have a very different take on things. You come from it from a different angle. So I've really appreciated that sort of banter between us. So thank you. I think as far as the listeners are concerned is I just, I, I, for me is audaciousness is a lot of people aren't audacious enough. They're not audacious enough to think about how much money they want to make, how much impact they want to have, how much value they can add, how much um, sort of um 
how much they can bring to the world. And I think a lot of people play small because mm. they think to themselves, well, who do I think I am? And so my, the listeners for Expansive, I think, you know, audaciousness is a wonderful thing. You might hurt yourself when you jump out of the plane of the plane of audaciousness because certainly people won't like it around you because you think you're too big for your boots. And that's exactly the point. Mm. Um, and the second thing is you might not always catch grip the first time you jump, but the truth is you live one life. And if you play it safe this whole time, just because you studied something or just because you've been in one job for the last 10 years, what are you going to do? Just stay there? because it's safe. What a waste. I mean, you could be exploring so much and trying so many new things. And, you know, it's always scary to get two thirds of the way up a mountain and you can kind of see the peak and then going back down and starting again. But in that process of going back down and starting again and trying something new, you become twice as powerful for a short term set of pain that you had to do. And I think that my move to Dubai has been exactly that is it's been painful. It hasn't been exactly like easy peasy. There has been some pain towards it, you know? So but ultimately, it'll make me much more powerful in the long run. And my audaciousness to come here with no plan and to get a plan going while I was here because my back was up against the wall, it always is going to result in something powerful, you know? Mm. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. And so we'll be, we'll be off air from the 16th till probably about the second week in Jan or so. And then we'll yeah. jump back into recordings and uh, have an amazing year of the podcast. I really look forward to what's going to be happening in, in 2020. Uh, we'll have a website up and running and we'll be bringing even more intention and more focus to the podcast, making sure that it reaches uh, more and more people. And uh, in the interim, I mean, hello, uh, what is your website? Johnson.com? Yes. Yeah. Um, and yours is uh, Master Eric Kruger. Master Eric Kruger. <laughs> Eric <laughs> Eric changed it. EricKruger.com. Yeah. If you if you have the time, please leave us a review or a rating. It has been amazing to see all the feedback that's come in. We'll definitely make sure that in the next episode to uh, to give some credit to the people who've been listening and sending us messages. Thank you so much. Keep it up. And from my side, have an amazing rest of 2019. Go work on a, a word. Find that word. Do some deep diving around it. Give it the space and the time that it needs. And get back to 2020 ready to be dangerous. Oh, I like it. Dangerous. <laughs> that should be your word, dude. Dangerous. Globally dangerous. Anyway, listen, all listeners have a fantastic restful time. I hope you have safe travels. I hope you spend quality time with your family and friends. And I hope you come back refreshed, stronger, more focused, and ready to take on 2020 and make it the best year of your lives. Ciao. Amazing. Ciao.